0: Welcome to the Christian Music Industry Podcast, powered by christianmusicmarketing.com. We are here to help Christian musicians, songwriters, and artists connect with one another, learn from one another, and to pull back the curtain to give you a behind-the-scenes look at the Christian music industry. Let's get started. Hey. Hey, what's up? How's it going?
1: Good. How are you? Can you hear me okay?
0: Yeah. Yeah. awesome good yeah thanks for joining us for wisdom wednesday
1: yeah this is awesome
0: so this is caleb is that mecham
1: yep yeah (laughs)
0: cool (laughs) um yeah so we have caleb from seven hills worship um, as our guest today and uh, we've just had the joy and privilege of working with you and your team yeah uh, with your music marketing needs and it's been a lot of fun (laughs) So, yeah, thanks for entrusting us with your music marketing. And we wanted to have you come on and just share your story and tell us a little bit about Seven Hills Worship and what God's doing. Um, One thing maybe to start off with is just some rapid fire questions.
1: Yeah, let's do it. So
0: (laughs) it's funny because I literally Googled... um, best like rapid fire questions for worship leaders or something. And <laughs> I've been doing this so long like videos I've done like came up as a result. <laughs> uh, YouTube videos and like websites that I've hosted uh, rapid fire videos like that I've done for different, you know, like brands and labels that i have been a part of. So That's awesome. But, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so the resources like for ideas are my own videos. <laughs> So, just like start
1: stealing from yourself, yeah, plagiarizing yeah. your own ideas.
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're going to just hit you with some fun questions. Um, so my first question is, I know you travel a bit, so I wanted to ask you, when you're away from home, what do you miss the most outside of your family?
1: Outside of my family? Well, I do love hotel hotel rooms for the clean sheets. I don't know what yeah. that is. So. <laughs> I don't know it's like something about always having fresh sheets when I'm when I'm at a hotel but um I guess my dog counts as family so I don't I can't count him um I I actually like miss just normal food cuz like eating out so much I get like probably yeah. showing my age but I'm like getting heartburn when I eat out so much <laughs> and I'm like I don't have my tums
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. I should yeah. oh goodness but, yeah, yeah that's <laughs>
0: I literally take Tums with me, like in a little zip <laughs> bag on trips. There,
1: there, used to be, there used to be a bottle of, up here in my, in my space, and I like had to move it because like, any pictures of the creative space, like there would be a bottle of Tums. They'd be like, is that Tums? I'm like, no, yeah. no. Don't zoom in on it, please.
0: Yeah. Sponsored by Tums.
1: <laughs> please sponsor uh, me.
0: Yeah. Uh, who's your favorite artist or band right now?
1: Um, oh man, favorites. I've been really liking, um, stuff that Gable has been putting out Gable Price, just, just for like the fun, like rock fresh of it. Um, cool. and still, yeah. and still talking, you know, putting that through the lens of Jesus, I think is, is, is kind of hard to do sometimes in that genre. And, uh, I think he's doing a great job and I always love what Bethel's doing. Like I'm obsessed with Brian Johnson's writing mm. style. So anything he writes, that's, yeah. that's always on the, on the radar for me
0: oh cool so kind of related to that uh what do you what song do you feel like you're currently your church is really you know resonating the most with
1: Mm, um i think that like and this might it might be past it a little bit because it it did have like a few like a couple of months of just like really hitting hard but we were doing gratitude for a while and that was just for some reason just like both like all the locations were like, Yeah, that's this is like really we love this song. And mm-hmm. then it was almost kind of a bummer because we put music out too, and they're like, Is this a Seven Hills song? And we're like, No, unfortunately <laughs> <Yeah>. it's not.
0: <laughs> I actually did this uh past Sunday I led um uh Cody Carnes' song. Uh man, I always blank on the title of this song for some reason. Too good. No, it's about like um being nothing else. Oh yeah. So I led that song and somebody asked me, "Did you write that song?" <laughs> <Like> after service. <laughs> and I just heard them. I thought they were saying like something about like, you know, something else. So I was like, "Yeah." And then they were like, "Oh man, I really love that song." And I realized <laughs> what they asked me. I was like, "Oh no, I didn't." Write that song.
1: <laughs> it's I almost did, like
0: but...
1: <laughs> yeah, whenever you whenever you write, you're like and somebody says that about someone else's song, you're almost just like really jealous kind of. It's yeah. like I mean, <laughs> I wish.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, how long ago did you start writing music?
1: Um, okay. So I, 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 didn't start writing music for the church until about six years ago, um, but I was writing music before that, uh, about eleven years ago, I think. Okay, cool. Eleven or twelve years ago.
0: Awesome. What's your favorite way to relax? You know, de-stress.
1: Um man i'm such I'm a homebody i lo- I just like to hang out with my fan and watch TV or a movie
0: <laughs> yeah I'm
1: <just> <laughs> so I'm super basic I don't like to go out and be around large groups of people anymore
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> what is your favorite like coffee or tea drink right now
1: okay this is gonna make me sound basic too but uh I just recently started having the uh, it's like a pumpkin a co- cream cold brew from starbucks oh yeah um but because we don't have we don't have a ton of really good we have some good coffee shops in cincinnati and and around the florence area but um we don't have as many of the cool like hang spots as nashville does so i'm just i'm starbucks i guess while i'm here (laughs) and then when i'm in town over there i'll I'll go to like somewhere else i guess that's cool frothy or something
0: cool (laughs) yeah awesome um, do you have any kind of weird like things that you do that maybe people find weird or interesting
1: <laughs> um <laughs> uh i don't I don't know I don't know like what I can admit about myself and, and people people not be like this guy we're leaving the chat it's probably in your best <laughs> it's in your best interest that I just seem like a normal human. <laughs> uh, okay
0: okay i'm a maybe at the end of this you'll yeah. be a little more comfortable <laughs> i'll sh-
1: I'll share i'll share my weirdness at the end, with that yeah, at the end.
0: <laughs> uh do you have any pet peeves
1: um as a worship leader or just in a, in life uh,
0: either like generally or as a worship leader
1: um i don't like when people are late to rehearsals oh, yeah. that yeah. drives me crazy and i'm too much grace is given and i've received much of that grace as well but I'm just, something, something about me is, I, I don't like that part. I'm like, oh, okay. gosh. <laughs> so, be kind, be kind. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, uh, we're going to transition from the rapid fire questions to a question related to what you just said, because that's a big deal to me, too. And I always am curious how other worship leaders deal with it. So, like, tonight I have a worship team rehearsal at church. And, you know, there's always, I, I feel like every team has, like, those few people that are just habitually late to everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. How do you normally, you know, deal with that? Because it's one thing if, like, somebody is normally on time and then is late once versus somebody's just, like, constantly late.
1: Yeah, I've never, like, I don't think we've ever had to to take any sort of, like, disciplinary action. I mean, most, most of the people on our team are volunteers. So there's, there's not really, you're, you're in trouble, you know, I mean, um, a lot of times, it's it's more encouraging for for me to say, hey, I mean, you're on the platform, you're a leader, you know, you have, you have a, you have a platform of leadership. And and when you're not on time, and when you it shows kind of like, you're not caring as much as everybody else is caring Mm -hmm. to be here. And so how does that reflect not on me, but as you as a leader? And so sometimes that like guilt question almost is like, oh man, I don't want people to think that I don't care mm-hmm. or not see me as a leader. So that typically yeah. helps a little bit. That's what do good. you
0: do? Uh, well, I'm pretty new to the church I'm at now. Like I'm one month in now. So like three weeks ago, we had a big worship team meeting and uh, I hand passed that like this, document basically of expectations you know our vision mission values expectations you know and like next steps and things like that so uh, I think I just kind of passed that stage of setting the expectations and communicating it with the team so now I'm gonna have to start <laughs> implementing it <laughs> you know so yeah I think right now I'm just kind of like watching for that and right I think what what I'll end up doing is just meeting with that person um, that's habitually late and having a conversation with them about why, you know? And uh, I actually, I've had to do that with even staff, like from my agency, um, with somebody that's not with me anymore <laughs> for oh, <wow. laughs> that reason, actually. <laughs> but like, I basically had to have a talk with them and say, hey, I noticed like you're pretty regularly late, like, three to five days out of the week um you know what's going on you know what's causing that and their wow. answer was i don't have an excuse <laughs> and i'm gonna fix it you know yeah so, yeah i think you know sometimes it's just good to approach it with like an open dialogue going like hey what's going on because there could That's be awesome. something going on you know so i never try to like assume that they're just being lazy <laughs> and not <laughs> scary, you know
1: Fill the gap with trust and love. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. So um, your role at Seven Hills, you head up Seven Hills Worship, and now, you know, you guys are releasing music pretty regularly, I feel like, and you're starting to, like, really cultivate that as um, a church. So what gave you that desire and that vision, and how did you communicate that with your team and, like, the leadership of the church?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think everything we do. This is going to sound like a, a, a very uh, cop-out church answer, but everything comes from the top for us. So our pastor is, you know, he's incredible, and and he really gives us a lot of, a lot of encouragement and a lot of, you know, run to hey like chase these things that we're really passionate about. We know that the church loves uh, songs that we're doing uh, in church and they're songs that we've written. And we weren't really releasing stuff at the time; they were just things that we were kind of doing on weekends sometimes and. Um yeah he just he just kind of released us to 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 go after it and and he's a super big champion of it and that makes I think that's kind of what separates a lot of different church groups you yeah. know releasing stuff is there's maybe an artist or or a writer or a small group of people that they're really passionate about it but the, yeah. the senior pastor isn't that's not really his passion but yeah our, we send him the songs you know we're like hey we're writing this what do you think and sometimes it's good and, you know sometimes it's like i really like that And sometimes it's like i don't know man you could do better um you <laughs> say so, and he challenges our lyrics i mean he's even credited on a few of our songs oh, um, cool. as a writer too so um yeah he's really cool and then um he's also my uncle so i feel like i should just he's, oh. he's <laughs> I, I got i gotta like him you know <laughs> um yeah yeah no so we uh we started doing it just like 2018 I think was when we first really started trying to release mm. stuff and we didn't know what we were doing back then. We still kind of don't. I think most of what we know comes from you guys, you know. But <laughs> um but they uh we we did a few EPs and and then they they had some some success, some not as much as as we kind of hoped and then uh a year later just in 2019 we we just kind of had a, a few few people on the team just wanted to go for it and so we cleared it with them, with the, the leadership in the church. And we're like, can we write? Can we put it together? Mm. And a big thing for them was, yeah, we can do it. But uh, let's let's do a lot of our stuff, like making the music in-house. You know, we, we didn't have a huge budget for producers and yeah. different stuff like that. So we just all learned to <laughs> uh, <laughs> to do
0: it. That's amazing. <laughs>
1: yeah, we just, we wanted to put it out. So our very first song that we put out, as I feel like when we, we read, rebranded what we are as seven hills worship was a song called louder um and that cost us zero (laughs) dollars we just did everything ourselves and and so it was um but we i'll get back to 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 what you guys did for us uh this year especially sometime just you segue that part in for me (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: yeah i love that because you know i've noticed even like working at labels and there's a huge noticeable difference between churches that have the buy-in from the top or like the mm-hmm. vision comes from the top to churches that are trying to convince people at the top, you know, the right. leadership of the importance of it and you know why it should be a priority. And I think, you know, you could even tell by the music and the songwriting as well, because if the senior pastor isn't invested into the songs themselves and making sure the songs you know the richness of the songs um and the quality check you know (laughs) as well because i mean you guys are representing seven hills you know the church not just the worship brand so i think having that stamp of approval from the leadership is really important so yeah that's really awesome that you guys have that healthy culture that that um that you guys all see the importance of it so I've never asked anybody to do this before, but just seeing like your background, it looks really cool. So would you mind like walking us through your studio setup? <laughs> so people that are curious, you go, oh, yeah, yeah what you guys use.
1: <laughs> okay, so this is first I have to preface it, I'm definitely game to do this. But I want to tell you first that this used to be an amp room. Oh. Okay, okay? <laughs> so I had a whole other space. And it was like up a nice flight of stairs and a good a better sized room, but it was around all the offices. Well, if you do music, you know that it's loud, right? We like loud music and stuff. So, so I, I very they quickly, out. they kicked me out, man. <laughs> they're like, Hey, this isn't going to work out because they're in space. And so we, we switched our, our guitars in the church to Kemper or our amps to Kempers instead of uh, two amps. And so this used to be the room, the tube amps were in. So it's a little, little ghetto. I call it the tree house because um, because oh, yeah. i'm I I'm in like i'm in like an eight by eight or ten by ten room but it's where we do a lot of our music so it works right. out well um so
0: we have somebody some... said hide the tums.
1: <laughs> hide the tums, marty <laughs> she goes orchard she's awesome um so okay yep yeah, so we got a couple of guitars just some refraction like foam uh some bass traps uh using some Basic uh, HS5s for the Yamaha stuff. I don't have a sub in here because it's too small of a room. Mm. Um, And then ignore my text messaging. (laughs) Um, So then this is, I do have a logic project open. That wasn't by design. I didn't do that to be cool. (laughs) Um, And then, uh, so that's kind of where that, this is my uh, uh, MIDI controller kind of slides. And I get the output desk, which is i really like it i mean some people think it's awesome some people don't it's like a split down the middle i think it's awesome um there's a little mechanical drum guy right here and and i feel like this is this is a part of the the spice of seven hills worship that kind of makes us you know who we are is our drummer guy right here Mm. um this guitar is completely for show It doesn't work (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um a couple couple tube mics um a couple sm7s uh it's an ldc mic as well i for for the most part if there are any like people who are trying to get into this equipment wise i use uh sm7b for pretty much all of the vocals mm. that we track and then yeah. um and then this is like a newer a newer thing this is like a u47 clone um and it's awesome but it's not like a super easy entry price point uh mic, mm. so i wouldn't tip i would just tell people the sm7 is like amazing so yeah it is um but yeah i mean that's it and then i track drums uh, i can even take you guys down there we probably don't have a ton of time but i track drums on our stage um, oh
0: okay i was curious about
1: that yeah tra- track them live um and then i'll just actually like track them straight i'll put everything into the ableton down there like we would for a weekend and i'll just run all of, all of our live recording from the front of house board um and as they're like tracking drums i'll, I'll just kind of be engineering that and then i'll send the files back to my to my space up here and then i'll, I'll edit them down mm-hmm. and and everything so so yeah do you
0: guys mainly record just live versions of songs
1: um so we've been doing
0: doing
1: yeah so we we started we we during covid when we started redoing a few different things i think that's when i first reached out to you guys too was we were doing a bunch of studio things because we couldn't be live yeah (laughs) um without being super fake with it and uh we're like raising a bunch of question marks (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah we, we started doing a bunch of studio version stuff but we preferably like to do like live there's something about live worship i don't know to me maybe that i just i just really like so in january february uh march that's we're going to start hopefully releasing some some uh, some of our live stuff that we we recorded a live album in um july but we're not we're not going to do a whole album because nobody listens to whole albums we're just going to do singles.
0: Yeah, I feel like nowadays, if you call something live, like it could literally just be the drums and like the yeah.
1: <laughs> That's legitimately like nice. so, so true. Yeah. Like we we brought in a good, good friend of mine. His name is Colton Price. I think actually oh, yeah. you guys, yeah, oh, yeah, you guys. We brought him in for the live the live recording stuff, and he's like, really, the only thing that matters, man, is the drums and the crowd, and maybe yeah. the bass. And, we, <laughs> and we're like, we're not gonna tell anybody that. <laughs>
0: Well, you heard it here, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so when it, whenever you listen to Seven Hills Worship Live stuff next year, you'll just know that it's probably yeah. mostly drums based <laughs> and the <crowds. laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, man, that's amazing. Uh, so, you know, as a worship leader that's also, you know, writing songs, uh, and, you know, you guys are writing it for your church, but also it's, you know, getting out there uh, really globally. So how do you typically approach your songwriting? Is it mainly like you're thinking about your church or do you guys, you know, think about outside your walls? Um, And do you also like write with people outside of your, you know, your church people?
1: Yeah. So we, I think, I think sometimes like our pastor gives us a little bit of vision, like, um, or a lot of bit of vision on like things that are on his heart. And we try to a lot of times take like, his messages, you know, and, and like mm. glean, you know, cause he's, I mean, so, so his biblical outlook and his, his heart for like sound theology is so cool that we're like, Oh my gosh, we never thought about it that way. And, yeah. and kind of say, so we, I mean, we just wrote a song called Holy eyes. And, and that, that part of that was he had mentioned something about the way God sees you. And mm. we are like, Oh, cool. So, I mean, that, that inspires a lot of the songs. Um, and then, uh, then sometimes he just tells us, he's like, you don't have to always write just just because it's gonna be a church song. I think you need to write honest songs mm. that that are that are good and that are sound and, and that when people hear them they resonate and believe uh in what we're saying and, and singing. So that's he's a big champion for that. And then yeah, we we, we recently started writing with um other people. I cred I think I, I messaged you guys about it. I credited you guys with opening that door a little bit because oh. we so we uh when we worked with you guys on Found a Love that was like our, became like our best release ever. When it, yeah. uh, based on what what you guys were able to do for us, and and we we're just like, oh my gosh! Well, s- these different people heard it and opened a door for us to be able to start writing with different publishing people in in Nashville, and that kind of yeah. ended up being a couple different songs that are on the live thing. So. So I, I get uh,
0: like a third of your publishing. Is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were you weren't in the room, okay? <laughs> you know how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I guess I have to be in the room. Exactly. Or on a Zoom call or
1: something, right? You weren't there.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, So do you have, like, any advice maybe that you can give churches? Because I I feel like, at least from where I sit and what I see, there's, like, more and more churches almost, like, on a weekly basis that are trying to write their own songs, whether they release it on Spotify or not, you know, they feel like, you know they should write a lot of, you know, start to write their own songs because, like you said, it reflects the theology of the church, the DNA, you know. Um, Do you have any advice and maybe like things that you learned during your journey of like what to avoid, you know, best practices and things like that as you start writing? Uh, Because sometimes, you know, at a church, especially smaller churches, there might be like one person initially that's like really, you know, passionate about that. And then how do you like broaden that to involve more people, you know, at the church?
1: Yeah. Um, I definitely think just like what we said earlier is, I mean, the very first thing is making sure, you know, your pastor is on board because that like yeah. everything rises and falls on your leadership. So that has, that's where the first place that I think we did well. Um, the next thing was I, I what I see when people are different people are sending me stuff from churches or, or talking to me about their songs. I always I tend to notice that people are just trying to hit the formula. Um, they mm. want to sound like Hillsong, they want to sound like Elevation or Bethel or you know SE or any of these really great churches, and they're making wonderful music. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you have those churches have like their own unique heartbeat, their own unique sound, and 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 people. You know their culture and their churches is, is is very special. So capturing that versus trying to capture the Hillsong sound. Cause, cause then nobody resonates with it. I'm, I'm mm. I'm noticing maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I, I I'm not an expert for sure. Um, but then it's kind of prioritizing how you start, you know? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of times the, the, the people that are writing, they'll write their first like two songs and they're like, these are the two songs that we have to release. Cause these are the two <laughs> songs that we've written. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm like, maybe, or <laughs> maybe not yeah maybe like 20 more and then there's like two good ones in there yeah um which tends to be like that's the trend with us I, I, if i like opened up our our songbook you no know, you know things we've worked on this year it's it's like it's a lot of songs that were not good yeah <laughs> and or maybe we thought they were good for the first like day when we like sat down, yeah. like, Oh, this is really cool. And yeah. then we came back and we're like, Oh no, this is, <laughs> this is really, it's, it's scripturally inaccurate. Like what's happening, <laughs> yeah. you know? So we, yeah. I, I heard, I heard somebody say recently that like, I think 80% of churchgoers get a lot of their scripture from songs that they sing. Oh, yeah. And so you hold this like massive burden to, yeah. to be correct and to, to not just try to say something cause it's clever. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, that's that's the best advice I could say is take your time and and get your right leadership and then find the right people, the relationships, and you know the 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 Christian music marketings that that work for you or whatever that is because you can't do it by yourself for sure.
0: Yeah, I recently was reminded of uh, Jason Ingram's story, how uh, when he first signed up with a publisher, he wrote a hundred songs the first year, wow. and he had either zero or one cut from 100 songs. Wow. So when you think about like how much time that is, but I mean, you're putting in, you know, the 10,000 hours uh, to become an expert, you know, in what you're doing. And I think, sometimes we over spiritualize songwriting where you feel like anything you write it's like literally from (laughs) (laughs) from heaven it's just like (laughs) you know descended into your fingers (laughs) like yes i mean take that pressure off of yourself because you're not writing the bible the bible's already written (laughs) So
1: that's amazing
0: yeah what you write can be rewritten it could be improved and i think You know, like you have to put in the work and the reps, you know, to be better at it with, I mean, it's with anything like playing guitar, singing, you know, um, even like jobs that people have, whether you're an attorney or a doctor or whatever, you know, like you have to put in the reps to become an expert in that. So, yeah, I think that's really good advice. Um, Like, it's really about the process and like the journey you're on versus like trying to finish a song that you can record and release. (laughs) right <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah I would love to hear about um, your experience and even just the process you guys went through to go are you okay <laughs> the,
1: I, so they're they're like they're soundproofing or like uh, treating our, our sanctuary and so uh, I think they're like climbing up in the so I heard this like clang on the roof and I was like yeah. oh my gosh
0: hopefully nobody falls on <laughs> you
1: <laughs> just like falls through the roof through the live. <laughs> This will become like a worship fails, like yeah. viral video so fast. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. I, I would love to hear like your process as a team that where you guys discuss, okay, we're, we're really wanting to steward this well. Um, how do we get it out to more people? Like, and then starting to talk about marketing and then how you went about even like finding a marketing agency like us. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So we, we definitely, uh immediately knew that we were doing like a lot of our social media wrong, um and so i think the first time that i talked to you guys was before we we worked together it was uh, a um like a call a consultation call oh yeah and that was during covid um, like right in the middle of it and i was like i don't know what i'm doing you know and yeah. I, I think and you you had talked to me a lot about uh how the how the playlist pitching works and how what your free avenues are and like things that you need to be doing and taking uh taking into account first and that was that was awesome Mm -hmm. um and then i think you even i think you even talked to our creative team like they they brought you in on a consultation a month later um so yeah our whole our whole church got to hang out with wisdom at one (laughs) point um but yeah that was that was really cool for me um to kind of know and have some expectations and stuff and so we kind of corrected and tried to like give new life to our social media and try to give new life to the, the things that we were doing that were super controllable at first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we, we were like, well, how do we like, we, we obviously have released a few songs at this point And, you know, we're, there's like the inevitability of the letdown when it doesn't do as well as you want it to do. Mm-hmm. And we're like, man, I mean, this isn't why we're doing it, but we really care. And we think other people would care about these songs, too. And yeah. so I remember um, I had already talked to you guys, but then I was working with a couple different guys, um, uh, Colton and then another guy named JC. And I think it was JC Dirks who was like, dude, you, you like I know you've talked to him, but you really need to you really need to talk mm. to, to Wisdom again about about this next song. And that was Found a Love oh yeah um and we were like we really believed in that song and, and we were like yeah. we really we really think that this is going to be a good one for the church and and this is going to help equip the local church so jc and colton both kind of like they, they were like hey this is we think this is important give it a shot and then um uh, i'm not this is they did not pay me to say any of this by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i mean as soon as i started working with you guys it was so smooth and and it felt really so kind everybody was really cool and, and it was really easy that was the thing i noticed mm-hmm. about it and and yeah, I mean that, and we saw what happened. It, it's like, uh, our, it was, oh, I'm back, I'm back. Um, it was our best release today. Um, it's still like performing well, and and that's that's awesome. And um, and so it was it was worth it was. Know me fifty dollars after the live, John. I keep you busy. <laughs> JC mixes. He mixes all of our songs. So you, <laughs> I'll give you fifty dollars, and then and then I'm I'm going to to somebody else. i'm just playing um no i love jc anyway yeah so so i mean i think that that was the big thing and that's when we noticed especially after that and we're kind of like for our live stuff we're really uh, trying to be strategic about how like where our our money is going and we know that we know how to make songs and we know how to put them out at a a quality level i mean we hope at least right that's the that's the the goal but what what we can't do is we can't do the marketing thing you know we as much as we can try we can we have such a limited pool and and what you guys were able to do with with what we did for you with you guys was Mm. unbelievable so yeah that's the big thing too maybe that's advice for other people is that the marketing thing don't think that you can just do it on your own (laughs) it's not and that's and that honestly that's like to me one of the most important parts at this point is our team can write hopefully good songs i believe in that and then we can put a good quality product together but we're not yeah. good at marketing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thanks for the plug. <laughs> I appreciate yeah, it. And, yeah, our team's really enjoyed working with you and your team, and just seeing you know what God's doing with the music too. Um, it's really powerful. I mean, just if if you think about how powerful music is, and then that we get to do this, like write songs yeah. <laughs> for God, and then see it like spread across the globe you know because of all the technology and things you know that are at our disposal um i think that's like we live in a really special time right now when you think about that so uh so what's kind of next for you um and for seven hills worship what can people be looking out for
1: um so first thing that they can do is if you if you if they love me they can go check out our song we just released last week or a week and a half ago, Good and Perfect. So that one, um, we just released, I really like that song. It's kind of, kind of a, a, a different feel maybe than, than some of other things that we've yeah. released, but, but I, I really liked writing it, really enjoyed putting it together with the the team and um, you can be looking forward to that. We are not doing a Christmas EP. I'm sure there are a lot of churches that are, and I really wish we were too, but we were like so far behind the ball that, we wouldn't have got it together until like end of November next <laughs> so, yeah next year we, we did start playing like what about at Christmas services this year if we just did a few songs oh, okay. and recorded them and then next year hey, that's um, <laughs> so that's so we're thinking um yeah. but yeah so j- starting January uh we're releasing singles and little e- little EP projects of our live uh recording um, which I think are going to be awesome. I'm, I'm like so excited. I'm like giddy about it. And we did it in July and I knew we weren't going to put it out until probably January anyway. And it bummed me out because <laughs> I was like, gosh, I just want people to hear it. It's, it was such a great night and our yeah. our church and our team, everybody had so much fun. And so be on the lookout for that for sure.
0: Yeah. Great. Well, for those of you guys who aren't following, be sure to follow Seven Hills Worship on social media, on Spotify, because not only like will you be notified when they release new music, but it actually helps the artists when you follow them on Spotify. So Yes, please. Uh, that's like one of the easiest, like free things you could do to support an artist. <laughs> I them know. On
1: Spotify. <laughs> it's and it's so hard to get someone to do it. <laughs> yeah. Like you could just follow they're like, well, like I okay, I mean I don't know. I like <laughs> I listened to you guys already. I'm like, Yeah, but just follow us, okay?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like on your phone. Uh, if you like their music, like you should go and swipe this way, like swipe left, basically to heart their song, because um, that also helps. So much of like Spotify is about the algorithm and yeah. like what people are doing with the music with the artists. So like anything that you do to like show that you like a song or an artist, it actually ends up helping the artist a lot. So yeah, uh, don't
1: skip our songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Play just, all the just, way through <laughs> just listen all the way through
0: <laughs> yeah. uh caleb it's been fun to have you on wisdom wednesday thanks for joining us yeah man thanks and for having me yeah we look forward to what you'll be releasing in the new year and yeah hopefully you guys capture some cool stuff for christmas too that you release next christmas come on <laughs> all, right, man. all right thanks guys for watching see you see ya. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Christian Music Industry Podcast, powered by Christian Music Marketing. To find out how we can partner with you to increase your impact and influence with integrity, please visit our website, ChristianMusicMarketing.com, or check us out on Instagram at Christian Music Marketing. See you next time.